Della Vadova. Prigioni with the steal. Hawes trying to beat him off the dribble. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Pricky Small Switch Podcast. I'm one of the co-hosts, Steve Thomas. I'm with Logan DeBiru and Nicholas Douglas. Gentlemen, what's going on? The offseason. We are in the dark days. <laughs> There's like no news going on. So we got to find the scraps and go with the whatever we've given. So how are y'all? I'm doing all right. How about you guys? Can't complain? I'm fucking busy. Damn. Same shit, different day. It is not the same shit, different day. <laughs> it, it, I, like uh, normally, I'm more prepared for uh, for for these, but like the off season's been bad. It's not that it's been bad; it's been slow. And then like, like no uh, Kevin Durant news. Nah, just like when was the last one? The update we he got said it, he's there's a report that he he'd rather retire than play with the Nets, but I I don't uh, I don't know. Who, you know what's funny? Bro? I be, I don't know. I you know what's funny? I believe that, and I also don't believe that because KD I know KD would do anything to preserve his legacy, but at the same time I could totally just see KD saying fuck it and then just walk off the planet of the Earth and just stay on Twitter the whole time. I think he tweeted like specifically denying that, but like I, I could totally see him do that as well. It, it seems like something him or like Kyrie would do because they're such like, head cases. He, he yeah. is definitely such an interesting guy, man. Like I just don't understand him. Yeah, I mean, I want to talk to him. Like, what do you have to prove, dude? You're like the most talented player in NBA history. Relax. I don't know, man. I he's a very insecure guy, man. It's like it's really weird that like he like ever since he left. For the Warriors, like he just wasn't able to handle all the all the animosity thrown towards his way, you know. I think it's before that. Didn't he have burner accounts before that? He did, but like I definitely think it got amplified afterwards. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, still, you have burner accounts, like, dude. I'm sure he's not the only one. I know. Yeah, a lot of people do it too, I and it's just definitely like, feel like he's not the only one. Yeah, exactly. It's just a, it's such a waste of time having burner account. I have five burner accounts just to hype up anything I I, I do on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was uh, we were against social media, right? Yeah, no, o- o- only for burner accounts to hype up. <laughs> That's it. He had like I a one th- k burner accounts just to get more followers. Oh, exactly. Okay. Anyway, um, so uh, the NBA. Hasn't officially it hasn't officially released it. These are just dates given. No, no, it did. Oh, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was out. Oh. oh, the whole thing is out. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we we can start. So I'm looking at a list from like this is from like this uh, NBA sports from like the Philadelphia angle. So they like list there. It's Philadelphia, Boston, um, on October 18th, and the Lakers. Uh, Warriors. Oh, this is actually pretty close to when I start my new job. Mm. Huh. Did not know that. I just realized that as I'm saying it out loud. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. So, um, thoughts, gentlemen, that on our first two games, and then we'll go along the regular slate. Listen, man. I mean, if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, we see Kyrie versus Steph, you know, um, I don't know. But that's the only hope I have for the Lakers winning that game. Unless, like, Lonnie Walker goes off for, like, 30 somehow and looks like an all-star point guard. Yo, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told you before. Yo, shut the <laughs> fuck up. 
Hey man, Thomas Bubble Thomas Bryant was nothing to mess with. All right, that was the last time he was oh like legitimately God. healthy and played. Yeah, when's the last time the NBA was in a bubble? <laughs> yeah, is it still... like? Well, I, I feel like every every like, opening night, one of the games is a blowout. So that will definitely be a blowout. I, I think Philly and Boston will be exciting. I'm excited to see a hopefully in shape James Harden uh, coming like a more focused than he did last year. And Bede is always a fun matchup for a team like Austin who doesn't have a ton of like really bulky bigs. You know, like Rob, Rob Will will probably have to deal with that a lot. And he's much thinner than Embiid. So I think it's going to be an exciting matchup. I'm excited about that. But then, you know, Golden State is going to probably win by 30, maybe more against LA. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I don't know about 30. I don't know. That's then a bit tell, much. Tell, if you can tell. Tell me what other than like the coach, the roster is the same pretty much. Yeah, but last year's season opener, like they only lost by like seven when they played. It's just, it's the same tip off as last year, I swear. Like they I I don't know. It was Warriors Lakers, I'm pretty sure. I remember that was the first game I watched, and then it was like a close game. And even though the, like I looked at the box score of them, the Lakers roster was just each Avery Bradley was your start, got like 28 oh. minutes and he had like no points. <laughs> like, this is terrible. It was like literally, literally just LeBron and AD just like carrying. And AD is supposed to be healthy season opener. If AD is healthy, the Lakers aren't like a terrible team. That's like, they're decent, you know. <laughs> He's just Jake, not healthy. That's the problem. That's, that's fair. fair. That is fair. Yeah, assuming Anthony Davis is healthy, which is a, a big assumption, but if he is healthy, he's 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 a very good at basketball. Also, Lakers always show up against the Warriors. I don't remember that one game where like LeBron had like fifty something and they won, like came back and won. Like LeBron had like fifty six. Remember. I think early it was like in January or February, I think. Or oh no, it was in March. I remember. Oh remember. I remember that. Right I, I think we were actually watching. I think me and Steve were recording while I had the game on. I was like, Jesus Christ. Huh. I don't know. All I'm saying is LeBron always shows up against the Warriors usually. So it's definitely gonna it's not gonna be a blowout. I don't think it is. I but think it, they're not gonna shows, win unless they get Kyrie. I think he shows up. I just don't think the rest of the team is good. Is that is that that's not no, no, that, that's not that, no no that's very fair. Like if, if, if they're still playing Russell Westbrook, uh, big minutes that, that's a problem. Oh God, bless their souls, man. Man, I never thought I'd be talking about the Warrior. I mean, the Lakers with LeBron on that team and feeling sorry for him. I mean, to be fair, he's the one that brought in Russell. He that wanted Russell Westbrook, so he's got to figure out how to get rid of them now. And just on an extension, so it's not like he's like opting like out, out of this as soon as possible. Yeah, he's on extension. He's, he's, he signed for more money. We could talk about that. I saw that what was that, yeah. was it yesterday? Yeah, two days ago, I think. Yeah. Oh my lord! Was it ninety eight? It's like two years. Just like that's like forty five million. Yeah, ninety seven yeah. million for two a, years. That's a this, lot of money. This is is this the biggest like per year salary he's ever gotten? Uh, it I doesn't even matter, so, dude. But I, I imagine that's more to do with like the salary cap than anything. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. I understand yeah. that also that he was eligible for that amount, but he's never like taken the full full amount. He's already a billionaire, dude. Like nah, <laughs> at this point, nah, that's like see, pocket change. That for him. argument goes out the window because <laughs> these motherfuckers will get every single dollar they can. It's good. They should though. No, no, no. It's good. Yeah. Fuck you, man. That's but what I'm you just do. saying. Yeah, yeah. It might be the highest per game, but like, dude, the amount of money he makes just in general, like the NBA yeah. is just like a side hustle for him almost at this point, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, the NBA is sluts, bro. Look at this shit. The Lakers, <laughs> Warriors, two years in a row. 
They're rating slugs. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to. I mean, I personally don't want to see Lakers Warriors. I'd rather see like Warriors Suns or Warriors Mavericks, like a like or Warriors Clippers, dude. Like that's a mm-hmm. much. I mean, I don't want Lakers have to prove themselves. You can and the same with the Knicks. Like I don't want to see them on Christmas unless they're actually good. But that's a different topic. I I, I truly I really wish it was like uh Clippers Warriors. There is like dude, that'd be a good game. I yeah like I, have you guys ever heard about how like the uh the Warriors used to talk about the Clippers? Man, they hated they? them. They just <laughs> no, really? despised them. Was oh, it? Wow. I thought it was the Kings that hated the Clippers so much. No, it's the it's the Warriors. Do you remember like coming up like they? Because they were kind of on the same trajectory that, like, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and the yeah. small team. Yeah, they despise – you could look it up previous articles. Like, they did not like them. Dude, that um that was a 2014 series that went to seven. That was a really good series between both teams. Yeah, they did not like them. Like, I was just surprised. I would have loved to see those, those two matched up because then we would have gotten a Chris Paul – an early Chris Paul showing against them. But, like, that was the year uh, they blew the 3-1 lead against Houston. In the playoffs and Josh Smith and uh oh my god maybe that could be one of the series we go back and revisit that no, definitely definitely that yeah. is crazy I don't even because they benched Chris I mean they benched James Harden James Harden it was like Ariza yeah. Smith like who else Corey Brewer John, yeah Brewer Dwight Howard <laughs> yeah Dwight they no, destroyed a, them man how did I it's funny, like as soon as they they choked a three one lead in twenty fifteen, then twenty sixteen we see two three one leads, and then like we just I feel like three one leads are aren't as they're more comebackable now than they used to be. We're seeing it more often. Like we saw what two in the bubble two years ago. Yeah, teams are a lot more arrogant, and I feel like a lot more complacent, especially when they believe it's three. Like they feel like the the series is in the bag. Mm, that's true. Moving that's true. along, so. You, we could talk about the Knicks first game. Wait, what about Sixers Celtics, bro? That's a good season opener. Fine, we could talk about that. All right. <laughs> Is Rob Williams even healthy though, or no? No, he'll be fine by the I think, but by, by the time the season starts, he'll be okay. I don't think okay. he's anything major that I. I'm trying to feel like I feel like some team got a some major player got a, an injury, but like he'll be okay by the start of the season. I don't remember. That's fine. Darren. Yeah, uh, on, I guess. But for the most part, like, I think the seventy. Do you guys believe that the seventy six are going to find a find a way to upgrade the roster by by the time it, uh, the season starts, or no? Like, do you think they'll still try to find a um a home for Tobias Harris and try to bring in somebody else? I mean, yeah. Harden took a pay cut, so like, I, I'm not even. I don't know how his contract's broken down, but I I thought it was just for this year. So like, they have to do something with that extra space now sooner or later than you know letting it expire mm-hmm. i think um i think the sixers are probably going to try to trade tobias for like some kind of wing or um whatever needs they have but like like when you think about it harden harden hasn't really played with other stars like um like he was in houston it was like a one-man show and he maybe had chris paul with him then like he goes to brooklyn where he has to split the minutes with like two other superstars so that could have just been an adjustment for him. And then I feel like now he has an idea of how to play with other stars where he's not the number one on the team. And, like, I don't know. I'm actually kind of excited to see Harden this season. Like, I feel like he's really made changes, at least in his diet. Like, he actually looks slim now. Like, he lost a lot of weight. So, like, I want to see how he does. Is it, I, I hope it's just not iso ball all the time. That would be, like, really – that'd be – I don't want to see that shit. Not when he had, like, Joel Embiid and Maxi too. Yeah, I don't know if Max is going to be on the team. Really? 
I have a really? weird feeling. I have a weird feeling that I don't know who they want to get, but I could see them like packaging him for somebody. He fits with Harden. He's like a slasher, you know, shot creator. It works. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to. I personally don't see why they would trade him, especially now. He just had a really he had a like a most improved type season. Did anybody yeah. see that? Did anybody see that picture at uh, whose wedding it was? Is it? Uh, I think one of the 76ers got married and it's like a bunch of the uh uh it's like it's like uh it's like Harris, it's Maxi, it's Corkmaz and, and Thibault, and someone was like, This is the KD package. Oh my god, no, I haven't seen that, but that's funny. Oh, let me see if I can oh my find god. It. That was hilarious, dude. And I was thinking, I was like, yo, that's actually not bad. And I don't know if you guys have heard, there was like low-key rumors about it too. I don't want to see Katie Harden and Embiid on the same team. That's just going to be too many attitudes, like different attitudes together. So, what do you think? We I don't know. Like I, I don't feel like they came out of nowhere. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just that there's no news, so someone just wanted to see, like, hey, what about this package? Mm. There's been no KD trade talks. I have no idea where he's going to go. I feel like Toronto is like at this point got the best offer. Nick, do you yeah. see anything? I don't know, because, like, it seems like with the, the recent, like, ultimatum between him and Marks and Nash that he seems like he might even, like, just sit out training camp or something. If, if, like, he's really feeling that strong that wanting to be traded. But, like, at the same time, like, he just signed like, a, a huge contract. He's in his prime a, like, what, top five NBA player, top three. So, like, getting the package they want is going to be so hard. So, I, I imagine he gets traded at some point. This season, I'm not sure when, and I feel like it's going to be a, for like a disappointing package regardless because it's just like it's impossible to get correct value for Kevin Durant on that contract at his current you know stage in his career. Mm. Shit. Yeah. Um. I guess we could probably yeah. You guys want to move on to Christmas games or no? Or yeah, any, any, do you guys want to still talk about the matchup between Boston and? Uh, Philadelphia. Let's move on to Christmas. Yeah. All right. So we have, <laughs> we have the Christmas games. Uh, seventy sixers, Knicks, Bucks, uh, Bucks, Celtics, Grizzlies, Warriors, Lakers, Mavs, Suns, Nuggets. Uh, Ooh, do you guys want to focus on our team or do you want to focus on another matchup? I mean, listen. If we get Donovan Mitchell, that's a good matchup right there. Seventy sixers, Knicks. Hmm. You know, we have yeah, someone they're like, betting on. Mm, we have like, I, I, yeah, I think um, if we have Mitchell, we have Mitchell, RJ. I have no idea what the Randall situation is going to be. But like, we actually have like legitimate bodies that can match with Phillies like stars, you know, like Harden and Embiid and all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like really upset thinking about like they're going to still have Julius Randall on this team. We probably are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the more and more I think about the Knicks, the more and more I realize like he's gonna be on the team. Like it's gonna be like a miracle for them to like unless they truly believe they have like a package ready for him as soon as Mitchell comes, then like like uh like do you guys remember when um when LeBron first signed in LA, like Julius Randle just left just like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Like, maybe that's what they're waiting for. Like, as soon as they have the get go from like from the Jazz, that this deal is like agreed. Like, everything moves. 
he's probably going to force his way out or something. Him. Yeah. I'd rather that at this point. I'd rather just like him force his way out and then we can at least kind of find a somewhat decent package for him and then we'll be good to go. We can just get like a, a power forward that can play off the ball and defend and we'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, no, we got like that update the other day about um about Sham saying that the teams were re- uh, about talking again, but like that's it. <laughs> Nothing what, else after that. <laughs> Nick, what did you say to you? You're like, this is it's just recycled news or something. I forgot what you had told. Yeah, me. it's it's gonna be rehashed until like the end of the season. It's like beating a dead horse, trying to like pump all the uh like discussion we can out of, out of these trinkle of, of, of rumors. But I think this is fine, honestly. I, I I want Leon Rose to like be as annoying and you know as possible to Danny Ainge. Like draw this out as much as possible, wear him down, uh, make make this trade as, as difficult as possible for Danny Ainge, so we, we don't have like this ridiculous package when it gets like when it finally gets done. Yeah, I I, I I've started seeing more. Like I think when you first mentioned it, I was like I was like fuck that. I want it now. Like I want it now. I want it now. Like a kid. But now, like, yeah. I was just like, now that we're in the, like, the dark days of the NBA offseason, it's just like, take your time. See what you get. Because yeah. clearly, they haven't found a package. Right. Dude, yeah, and his value is just going to get worse and worse. The season goes on, so. I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's going to go for the same price midseason that he would go right now. No, I think I, I think, think he goes higher. You think so? No, I, I I think it might go slower, and that's I I think that's I think not because lower. of uh, Mitchell's value. I think it's because you know Utah's trying to tank, and if they have Donovan Mitchell, that's much harder than it is without him. You know, if, if they're winning games early in the season, that that's put a lot more pressure on Danny Ainge to make a move rather than you know we trade him before training camp, we can just tank the whole season away for that uh, the French guy. I don't oh, know his um, name. What's his name? Um, Laravian? No. What no Wait, no no, no. Victor Wadenyama he's talking yes, about exactly. yeah 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 everyone's talking about tanking for him now so I, I imagine Danny Ainge wants as many ping pong balls as possible for that guy no one, so. no one wants Scoot Henderson oh yeah or Scoot Henderson I, I've, I've heard his name as well but I, I I imagine you know twenty thirty games with Donovan Mitchell versus no games with Donovan Mitchell are going to drastically change your your ping pong balls yeah it's going to be like Washington where it was just Bradley Beal carrying the whole team do you think he is ass he's at is to refrain from like playing at all he probably uh, will be i mean yeah definitely Dude, will, will he like about. will he vibe with that i don't know i don't no, know either yeah i, I, I think, think he'll vibe with that. that's the other thing like i'd love maybe this is what nick was saying like make you get ugly for their side so that way the knicks have a better pack uh, right. like better chance to get him with the, their own package so like but the other inverse I could see is like let's say the same scenario, but like let's say the Knicks are doing bad, or any team is doing bad, and they get desperate, and then Utah yeah. can raise the price. That's what I think in my head. Ooh, well, I, I think true. for New York, like our like even if we trade for Donovan Mitchell, we're not a championship team. Like this, oh, this no. is a multi year plan, right? So yeah. like let's say we start off horribly for this season, I wouldn't be concerned about the Knicks like doing like a, a like oh hell Mary trade everything for Donovan Mitchell because I I feel like Neon and, and company are smart enough to like no this isn't going to make us a championship team. This is more like a like a multi year thing. Yeah, but you know Ooh. it's very possible <laughs> like. Miami starts off slow, or like Phoenix starts off slow, and then they want to make like a drastic change. Like that, that feels more likely than Leon panicking if we start like four and twelve and like shipping off all the young guys for for Donovan, even though 
that probably doesn't make us what like more than a maybe a four seed or a three seed at best. And at that point, like I I don't think we're anywhere near con- like championship contention even at that point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that um if we start off slow, we're clearly not in a in a mode to um win a championship this year. So like, and we have a bunch of our draft picks. We can easily just like you know compile them and trade for like trade up in the draft. So we really have leverage here in this situation. I just feel that like, do you guys believe that like maybe this is a little bit too early, but like, do you guys start believe? Do you guys believe that like Leon Rose and like Dibs have their seats a little warm? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, no, no. Maybe Thibs, just because like he's a, I, I think like a, like a difficult personality. You know, he has like a very like rigid idea of how like basketball she played, and like maybe that didn't gel that, that well with last year's last year's roster. And if again we have more issues with that, he might be I, he's the easiest to get rid of versus like a, a Brunson or like a RJ. So may, maybe that happens with Thibs, but like I think Leon is like completely safe. Like I I, I think he's he's the safest like front office we've had we've had in like a long time yeah yeah leon's done like dude we were we were in like down the shithole when we first got leon and he like pulled yeah. us out to a decent spot i think his job is 100 his job better be 100 percent safe like given right. what we had to work with the roster we had and everything and where we are now like it was he's done a good job he hasn't overpaid oh he's overpaid a little but he didn't like make any terrible contract decisions except for randall's but there was you know you can justify his yeah he, it's even- terrible even with Randall's contract, with the cap going up, it's not that bad. It's and just it wasn't the max too. It wasn't even the max too. He he took yeah. less than the max. It's it, it, the cap's going up. I'm like, is it ideal? No, but like after that year, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I think every Knicks fan was happy too because Randall was like our almost like our savior. We loved Randall, yeah. and then um, I mean the playoffs were bad, but that's a that's a different story. You know that wasn't all his fault. Yeah, uh, it wasn't just the playoffs though. Uh, what do you guys two, yeah. kind of like maybe like transitioning to off topic a little bit, but like what do you what are you expecting from Julius Randle this this off this upcoming season? Because I, I I know one of the guys on posting and toasting was talking, or maybe Strickland was talking about, you know, like we we saw a career year from Julius Randle and we saw one of his worst seasons like back to back. He has to be somewhere in the middle of that. Well, where does he land? Is is he closer to last season or is he closer to that his his most improved season? Like, where are you guys on that? He's What's definitely the- like his efficiency might increase, but his numbers are just gonna be around the same, like twenty points and like nine, mm-hmm. ten rebounds. Just cause like like he you, might not average like four turnovers or something, but you I would, think you think twenty points? He can get to, if if it's Brunson, RJ, and Randall, he can get those points, but we're not gonna be winning with that because the three of them aren't a winning like trio, just cause like all three of them need the ball. All three of them need to score like like if any if anyone could play off the ball, it's RJ. But why would he play off the ball when he just averaged mm-hmm. like twenty and he was flirting with triple doubles for like a whole month? Like he, you better give him the ball. Like Randall should be the third option for that, mm-hmm. and he just he's not he's not the third option. He should I, honestly like he should go somewhere else where there's like he he's like a number two, number three on a very good championship on, on a good championship team with a you know a superstar like taking over. Mm-hmm. He can back up a superstar. Is what I'm saying. So I was gonna ask Nick, is it from is it the article by uh it's not Prez, right? Did Prez do an article? I I think it was Matt Mercedes. Uh, oh, Matt right. Mercedes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he 
He used to do locked on. He doesn't do it anymore. Okay. No, no, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Then, uh, let's see. He's he he does the believe podcast now with, with uh, Stacy. I'm trying to. That's where I hear it. Where he's talking about it. Oh, okay. Now I know who you're talking about. It's not. It's not Matt. It's not Matt Miranda, is it? Thanks, Miranda. As a name, yeah, Matt Miranda. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I just I, like. Do you want like you ask for points or you just ask for general vibes? What general vibes. I, I think points is fair too. I, I would agree with Logan. I, I think he's probably going to get to 20 and probably, you know, have similar numbers to last year, but like, what does that mean in terms of, is he part of, are we winning games with, with this Julius Randle? Is he being more efficient? Is he like fitting better with the team? Like where, where, like for his most improved season, like he, the, the vibes are great. Immaculate. Like you know, everyone liked him. He was passing really well. He, he was flowing with the offense last season. None of that ball stopper, terrible attitude like there has to be a middle ground like where does he fall on that you know what i'm saying yeah okay so the way last year ended with just rj starting to get the ball more right and him kind of quietly being phased out and him being booed at the garden and stuff it did not end well and i don't and i mean they he's already started playing with like jalen and he played with um, with uh, Ob already like outside, like they played uh, what was that pro am right or some yeah, uh, yeah. So they played that, and I mean like that's cool and all, like it's good for them to play like off the ball. But like when it comes to the NBA bat, like NBA basketball, that motherfucker is gonna ask for that ball. Like I can, I could see it. That's and, the like, problem. If he played off, like if he played the way he did in New Orleans, where he just mostly cuts and like post up and shit then he can have a really good year it's just he's gonna clog the paint with brunson too because brunson is he a legit shooter though I, I don't know if he is like i feel like he can hit threes but i wouldn't call him like a shooter he's more of a slasher he i he his numbers are good for shooting like if you look them up but then mm-hmm. the volume isn't there right yeah the and, and, I, I think specifically on catch and shoot too his volume they're really really low he's more yeah. like an off the dribble guy so I, i'd be curious like I would love for him to like take a bunch of like catch and shoots off like you know like RJ drives or like maybe Julius post ups or like you know like Isaiah Hardenstein post ups, but like he mm. needs to get that volume up. Like right now, like his volume's so low, are, are people gonna like consider him a threat if he's if he's spotting up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe regardless would... of his percentage being high. Maybe that works in our advantage because they don't really have a sample size to go off of, so they'll let him shoot it. Yeah, mm. I'm okay with Brunson. Like, um. Even if he can't do catch and shoot, that's fine. Because we still have other guys who can. Like, Quentin Grimes is really good at that. Um, yeah. We have Quickly and all that. So, I'm just – it really de- – and Randall doesn't fit in that. We can't have three on-ball guys, you know, right. who, who – and especially if you can't play off the ball. If we had, like, Brunson, Mitchell, RJ – all aside from Brunson, like, Mitchell could play off the ball. RJ could play off the ball. And, like, you know, they can, they can share the ball. They can keep the offense moving. But Randall's going to, like – it's like it's weird because he's like a he's a big man that tries to be a shooting guard where he's just trying to take shots and just try to do ISO and it's like stop, don't do that. You're you're, you're a big man. Stop it. Get some help. You can't average like five assists and like four turnovers. That's as a big man, you can't do that. 
Yeah, he – dude, I'm not looking forward to when he starts backing down people and he's got, like, triple team and he doesn't pass out of the post, bro. He, if he passes out – I'm praying for him to get triple team so he passes out. He can make the pass. We've seen him do it before. Mm. We've seen him do it before. He did not do any of that last year, bro. Yeah, but the year before he did. So I'm just – it's really and then weird. the year before like, that, staying wasted no, I know. again, bro. So what, and like, then the year before year that, what happened? He was, he was in New year. Orleans with a competent point guard, though. But, but that was – See, the problem is, bro, this dude has touched the apex of what it feels like to be on an NBA, all-NBA all team. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from there? He's not trying to go down. He like, that's to, not, he, yeah. no, that's the problem. And, like, he doesn't know, like, at least from what we saw base off the last year, he doesn't know how to humble himself. Like, bro, we had, I forgot, RJ, had, we won a game last year, and he's storming off the court, throwing the ball up in the air as if, like we Larry did something Bubbles, wrong. Yeah. Like we just lost on a game uh, on a buzzer beater. Like what are you doing? Like, no, I know. Um, little, yeah. little 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 incidents, man. They add up. Like I, I'm like we've already talked about it before. He doesn't. I, like you could tell on the court he doesn't get along with RJ. Like in terms of like sharing the ball and getting it to him, does not yeah. like doing it. Off yeah, the, yeah. off the court, I'm sure they're fine. But like on the court, you could tell he doesn't like playing. Their games just don't match. I think the problem with Randall is like he'll have a good year. He'll, maybe he gets to his head, then he has a bad year. Like 2018-19, he had a career high year for for at the time. Then he gets a contract with New York. He's like the face of the franchise. And then he has a bad year. Then he has a really good year because his offseason, I was looking at his offseason like regimen for 20, was it 2021. Like this dude was running miles every single morning. This guy was putting up like, like 50, 100 shots a night. Like he was really putting in the work. And we saw it translate to his game. In 2020 or 21, then we saw him get paid. Then this year he's lazy again. So it's like, well, he can he can improve. Maybe he improves in other areas too. Like none of us ever thought Randall would be a 40 percent three point shooter, and then he was in 2020 to 21. It's an anomaly year. It's an anomaly year. Right? Yeah, he had a really he had a really good season, dude. He might listen. I'm I don't know about the 40 percent, but like he can. Like, well, maybe he changes his game for the better. Like, we, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, that attitude with the fans, like, that's got, I'm not going to knock him for that now because it's already happened. It's whatever, but you can't be doing that. You know, if we win, the, you should be playing to win, not to get your stats up. Like, he should be content averaging 13 points if we're the one seed rather than 20 points if we're the six seed, you know? You tell that to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, why do you think he never up. wins? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess Nick, yeah, that's how that's how we think. Like this is, I like I personally, I I I think those first initial games are going to be kind of bad, especially if he's going to continue to play like the way he was. But our last image of him, like that's what I'm expecting to see in the start of the season. Like I'm so terrified of like that, and like this is what Logan was saying earlier. Like this is not what I want to watch. Like on national (laughs) on like national TV, bro. Like these guys already shit on the like these guys were shitting on the Knicks when RJ was dropping a fifty piece on the net uh, on the Heat. Do you guys, dude? Remember? Yeah. Know. Oh my god, my brother showed me that clip. RJ had thirty at the half. Yeah. And there were some dude was like, "What about Tyler Hero? He has fifteen off the bench." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, I was like watching. I was like, "What are you even saying, dude?" Like, this guy is going off on one of the on the like one of the best ranked defenses in the NBA, and you're not even you're talking about this fucking bench guy. How many guys have th- that's like Steph Curry numbers thirty at the half? That's like LeBron Steph like upper echelon star numbers, and this like third year player has that, and you focus on Tyler Hero. 
Yeah, fucking ESPN. I like Hero, but dude, come on. So Nick, that's how we think. <laughs> Understood. I don't like yeah. the media with the Knicks, especially, and Nick Nick knows that. If, if I think we all hate right. the media, yeah. honestly. Yeah, like yeah, I, they, hate, I hate ESPN. Period. Like I, I think their basketball coverage is garbage. Garbage. I don't like it now. It used Gar- to be funny to watch, but now I'm, it's I'm, just sad. I'm glad that like it's like. I don't have to pay for the service. Like, you know, like usually like it comes with like the NBA basketball regular. If you get ESPN, ESPN, uh, like two. Plus, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, plus you have to pay for it. But like, I'm just saying in general, like you could just put mm. on ESPN if you have it. But like he, Nick is right. The coverage is garbage. It's been mm-hmm. garbage for a while. Like I can't stand hearing. All right. Is this panel like you guys? Are you guys yay or nay for uh, Doris Burke? I don't really listen to her anymore. Yeah, I never I'm really. Yeah. I, I think she's had moments where like she said some like really stupid shit. Uh, I've had like moments. Where I, I think she's not like a bad like in game commentator. Like she's also said some like really stupid shit. I I, I watch ESPN games on mute. I don't listen to the commentators. Like I can't. <laughs> I don't want to listen to Mark Jackson. I don't want to listen to uh, Jeff and Gundy or. You know, like the, no. the, the halftime panel is garbage. No Mark you know, Jackson. Like, I like no Mark, Mark Jackson. Bang Gundy. <laughs> He's, yeah, Mark said he'd bang LeBron's wife. Yeah, and then like the halftime with Stephen A. and Jalen Rose is just unbearable. Oh no, nah, dude! Uh, when Max Kellum, you see Steve, it was funny when it was Levar Ball and Stephen A. and Max Kellum and Stephen A. initially, but then now it's just I don't know. It, it's really cringy now. You know, you need. I actually don't know what their mo is. I don't. I haven't listened to them in I, since Mac. I haven't listened to First Take in like a year, so I have no idea what they're up to. To be honest, we haven't had like good like halftime or post game analysis in a long time. Like even with TNT, like those motherfuckers aren't analyzing game. <laughs> no, they're not. Well, there's vibes though. They're, they're fun. Yeah, yeah they're, they're fun. fun though, yeah. Like I, I think ESPN is trying to do that in like a really inorganic and like contrived way. And it just doesn't work. Like, you, Stop, you have to be man. like, you have to like each other and actually be fun and have a good like vibe. And they, they, you can't do that by like corporation just picking people, you know? Yeah. Like Shaq and, and Chuck are like close from like years. You can't like, yeah. that's a, that's a bond right there. All four of them. You That's yeah. like four idiots just having fun. ESPN is like these guys are getting contract. They're the fact that they have to have talking points. Like you think you think Shaq and Chuck have talking points? They just say whatever comes to their mind whenever the topic comes up. Yeah, like Chuck doesn't even know what he's saying half the time. <laughs> I feel, and Ernie always has to bring him back in. Just like all right, yeah. all right, all right, we gotta talk about the game. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, they always oh, say. I, I, that's one thing I, I do miss. Like I love inside the nba man Dude, like I I, that too. yeah like their banter is very good but it's because it's even, so organic you right you know, so nick you don't you, you're telling me you don't like when uh when rachel nichols used to do the uh yeah <laughs> i mean she's the most useless person ever at times i mean she just I, looks good that's the only reason she has the job she doesn't know what she's doing bro but she doesn't have the job now oh now she doesn't yeah i, I don't think she has a job right now didn't she say something or there was some, I don't yeah. know what happened. She like, is it, I think she went after, I think it was Malika Andrews. She was basically saying that oh. like she was losing her spots and she was like, went after ESPN for basically stating that like, um that like they have a problem with like inclusion and shit like that. And like, like why did she have to suffer because of it? You're and, a, like, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, but I'm just saying like you have, you're on 
No, I'm just not going to say it. I'm not trying to raise controversy. This is Rachel Nichols we're talking about. Not like, um, what the hell is the other person's name? Taylor something? What? What's her name? Rook? Uh, Taylor Rooks, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, I'll say one thing about Taylor Rooks. She actually does, she's actually a good interviewer. Like, every interview I've watched with her is actually, like, a good, a, at least a solid, decent interview. Even if they're having fun half the time. It's like, it's a, I'd listen to it. Rachel Nichols, she asked the most like generic ass questions. Like, why did you lose? I'm like, the fuck kind of question is that? Why did you lose? Like, be more specific. You know? That's like something a fan would ask. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like I uh with her, like after that, like, even then, like the coverage just people just don't tune in. But like, I don't know. I feel like if ESPN, like ESPN should just do their own thing. You can make it analytical and make it fun, man. But you make it in your own way, man. Like, yeah. they've tried so many different personalities, like, to try to bring in, like, this idiot Kendrick Perkins on. And, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, dude. It's so bad with Perkins. Yo, what was it? Moe's Moody? Moe's Moody. Moe's Moody. Um, like, they brought Chris in Paul. <laughs> Chris Middleton you- is the Bucks' number one option. <laughs> Oh, bro, my Over lord. Giannis, Giannis is pissing Chris Middleton's MJ. Yo, this guy. And then they had brought, remember when they had Paul Pierce on too, man? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. They were some rough moments. I remember there. the last time we saw Paul Pierce was when he said he had a better career than Wade and Jalen Rose looking at the stats. And Roasted just like, him. Yeah. Nick, have and you ever seen the, that? The night I have not seen that, but that sounds funny. It's hilarious. I'll send they go, it, I'll send it. He's like, yeah. he's like, it's like I think the only thing you have or above Wade is three point shooting. Everything else, championships, nope. Mid range games, nope. <laughs> Passing, oh nope. God. What year was this? It was in 2018, 19, I think. Right? Remember like he went that. on he went on social media like then I heard it was like the night of or like the next day. And you know, he was like smoking a spliff with like a bunch of oh, a bunch oh, of uh, I don't want to oh. say Hose, but shorties in the background. I mean, they they're hoes. They're hoes, yeah. No, oh. you don't know that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he was like he. God, ESPN's coverage is wild. Just fuck them. Uh, uh yeah. Want to get to the contention sheet? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, unless you guys wanted to talk about the, any other upcoming games, like we had, like. We didn't even discuss any of the uh like the Celtic games. I didn't really want to. Like, oh yeah, we're not even there. Celtics yet. Warriors December tenth. That I that I'd watch. Celtic Rematch. Warriors. Okay, it's December tenth. It's early in the season, so that I would definitely watch. That's also like right around finals time or after finals, like for school. Oh okay, okay. When I was uh at St. John's, they would always put a like big MSG like game for to, like the men's basketball team like during finals week. Like they played like. Duke, uh, the year they had Julio Okafor, like the day I had like, a couch final. I'm like, why would you do that? That is so mean. Damn. Did you pass? <laughs> no, yeah, I passed the, pass the couch final. But like, why nice. would you put that all kind of stress on me? Oh, man. You got some good friends, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I said uh, you have some good friends. Yeah. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. Let me get to the sheet. Yeah, Nick, take it away. 
All right, we are back to the dog sheet of contention. We are still in the West. Uh, we're up to the Memphis Grizzlies. They lost in the kind of uh, Western Conference semis to the Warriors six games, largely probably to uh, jaw battle injuries. They, he, he had a, a lot of injuries in the uh, playoffs. They finished the season 56 and 26 for second in the West. Uh, I, I mean, they were one of the big surprise teams really blowing up the season. Fourth in offense, sixth in defense. Steve, we can start with you. What what do these Memphis Grizzlies have to do to go from you know like you know finish second in the West, kind of having a kind of disappointing playoffs to a title contender? So for me, I noticed when they were when they were playing the Warriors, man, it just seemed like they just didn't have like a consistent score. Like I I know I understand that um that um that Bain was try, uh, was like. They're more hyped up guys going into this, uh, going into the playoffs, considering the year that he had, and it just seems solid defenders. Nice passing, Prigioni up top. Hardaway Jr. puts it up. Tim. About that 